At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. I appreciate all of the listens the shares, the subscribes, the rates, and reviews. Uh, If you could go rate and review the podcast wherever you are currently listening to this podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. I must first start out with a story on this podcast. So uh, Transform Church is the church I attend. It's the church I'm a youth pastor at part-time currently. And we went on a missions trip to Duluth, Minnesota. We went on the missions trip and found out there were churches from Missouri. There were churches from North Dakota, and these churches combined to mix a bunch of different groups, and we had a 12-passenger van, so when we went out there, we mixed our groups, and I was the driver of this 12-passenger van. I was in charge of this van with kids from North Dakota, Missouri, and Minnesota, and we were driving in Duluth, and I'm familiar with Duluth, not like I know it by heart, but I've been there a couple of times. I know where Canal Park is. I can get my way around it. Duluth isn't some intimidating place to drive like Chicago or New York City or even Minneapolis for that matter. Duluth is very basic. It's just small enough to be easy to drive around in, yet just big enough to understand where you're going. And... The first day I'm driving, and, so, and it's, this is a Monday, I'm driving our group over to a site where we planted over 1,000 trees in two days. And my fellow leader is the man, his name was Lee, he uh, had the instructions pulled up on his phone on how to get to this place. And what we didn't know at the time was that the instructions that he had on his map quest on his phone were bike instructions on how to get to the place. Well, it has us going into this back part of Duluth. And this is a place that you've never been before, you've never seen before. This is not a place that tourists go in Duluth to see. This is random. And we're driving to this area, and we're all kind of thinking in the car, this doesn't look right, because we didn't realize at the time that he had the bike instructions to get to this place. Well, we come up to this railroad crossing, and there were no bars to go down or up when there's a railroad coming or not coming. And I did, I recognized that there was nothing there. There was no side streets, no left, no right turn. There's just a forward and a backwards. And apparently, allegedly, everyone else in this car noticed that there was a stop sign there, except for the driver of the vehicle, which was me. Now, I don't know why there was a stop sign there because there should not have been a stop sign there. It's a railroad crossing. The railroad doesn't even exist anymore. The trains don't even travel on this railroad crossing. This is an out-of-date stop sign, and I blew right through it without even realizing that I blew right through it, and that became the joke for the rest of the trip, which I can take. It was funny. I understand it. It's better than some other 
high schooler or middle schooler getting bullied for something stupid that they said. So I became the butt of the joke on this trip, which became a lot of fun. Uh, another story on this trip. So I'm a rule follower, even though I just blew through a stop sign. I try to follow the rules to the best of my abilities. But sometimes when situations aren't commendable to you, you need to work on the fly a little bit. So we had a 12-passenger van. This thing you know, isn't as small as a regular van or a car. So it's a little higher, but it's not like a truck high, but it's just a little smaller than a truck. And we're going to the YMCA to shower. And we are supposed to park at this Holiday Inn parking ramp. Well, the Holiday Inn parking ramp ramp has a height of six foot eight that you need to sneak into. And I'm six foot three. And when I stand outside this vehicle, this thing is at least five inches taller than me. So we're thinking that we have no, absolutely no chance to find a place to park at this Holiday Inn. Well, what do we do? We drive around. We're looking for areas to park. We recognize that there's a North Shore bank that there's hardly any vehicles in. Right down the road, it says North Shore Bank parking only. Violators will be towed at owner's expense so it's like oh big intimidating sign here better watch out for this violator's expense here because you could get towed and you're gonna have to pay for it huge massive intimidating sign well because the rules did not favor us we took a risk and we parked there anyway first night we were okay second night we're okay third night we receive a note on the front of the vehicle that says please do not park here this is customer parking only violators will be towed and if you do this again you might be towed basically is what it said it also said that if you are a customer here please ignore this notification so it was a bunch of blah 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 I'm going to threaten to tow you, but yet if you're a customer, then I'm not going to threaten to tow you. So at the same time, they threatened to tow me, yet they didn't even understand that I wasn't a customer, so they wouldn't have towed me. But anyway, it was enough of a threat that on the last day that we had to go to the YMCA, we avoided the North Shore Bank parking lot. And we're driving around, we're looking for places to park. There's spots right outside the YMCA. And there's like six handicapped parking spots. Now, for one, how many handicapped parking spots do you need right outside the YMCA? Because this was ridiculous. And then there's a bunch of other spots that say, loading zone, do not park here. Violators will be towed. We're driving around. Other groups are driving around looking for places to park. And this is just flat out stupid. You can't find a spot. We're trying to get our shower so we can go eat dinner, go back to the church, sleep, have our community group time, have our gathering, and go to bed. And we can't even find a parking spot. This was ridiculous. This was asinine. So what do I do? I'm a rule follower. But let me be clear here. These rules did not favor us. So I saw a couple of of handicapped parking spots open and thought, okay, if a person that's handicapped is going to drive into one of these locations, they can just park in that one right there. And we're just going to park in this one right here. So we parked in a handicapped location. 
Now, we did not have a handicap sticker. I admitted that I was not going to shower this day because I showered the previous three or four days and we were going home the next day. So I was like, I'll just stay in the YMCA, keep an eye on the van every couple of minutes and check so that we do not get towed or get a ticket because the sign said you will get a ticket or uh, a fine of up to $200. And I don't want to pay a $200 fine for something that I'm doing because we had to. There was no parking spots available for this 12-passenger van. So anyway, we park in the handicapped spot, and I'm keeping an eye on it while the kids and the leaders go shower. I check on it every few minutes. My brother Kellen, my main man Kellen from North Dakota, looks out the window and says, Tim, look at that. And he's trying to pull my leg here. Kellen's one of my brothers. And he's telling me, Tim, look at this. And he's, he's pranking me. This guy's sarcastic. He's hilarious. He's funny. He's the man. He's Kellen. And I look and there's nothing. And then he, as soon as he says that, he says, Tim, no, seriously, look. He's going with a sarcastic joke. But then he tells me to look again. So I look again. And what do I see? I see a patrolman, a security patrolman driving right outside the white passenger van. And I'm like, son of a gun. This is awful. I'm about to get ticketed for $200, so what do I do? I book it out of the YMCA. I run over to the side of the street. I keep an eye on the van, and if that patrolman is about to get out of his car and find me $200 for parking in a handicapped parking spot, which is ridiculous, by the way, because there's no places to park, then... I am going to hop in the car, drive away, and say, hey, we were just here for a minute. I just needed to pick something up, and we're leaving. Please do not find me $200. And I would hope and pray that this patrolman would be cool enough to not give me a ticket for this, for this uh, situation. Well, I run outside the YMCA to observe the situation. And the patrolman literally drives white right by the white passenger van. Doesn't even tap the brakes a little bit. Doesn't even turn his head left or right to see if the vans parked in the handicapped parking spot are supposed to be vans. And this is where the theory comes in. I believe that anyone could park in a handicapped parking spot. Not that you should if there's others available. But if that's the only one available and you're driving around for 20 minutes and you can't find anything else, I believe anyone should have the right to park in a handicapped parking spot. And the chances are you will not get ticketed. Because let me tell you this. There aren't people driving around all day looking for violators parking in a handicapped parking place. What happens is... Someone with one leg or someone that's blind, I guess I don't know why a blind man would drive, be, be driving a vehicle, someone that's paralyzed, they pull up into the handicapped parking spot, they see a van there that shouldn't be there, or they make a little phone call on their cell phone device and they say, beep, 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 beep. someone's in my spot, this is ridiculous, I want you to find them, I want you to tow them. That's not going to happen on my turf. So that's my theory. That's my belief on how you get tickets. 
And I did not see any handicapped drivers driving around looking for a place to park. Plus, there were plenty more around my area. So there aren't state patrolmen, security patrolmen surveying this area 24-7 and looking for guys like me driving up into this space and saying, boom, gotcha, you son of a bee. You are fried. $200, give me a check, cash, credit card, I don't care. That's not the way it is. They ain't doing that. They wait for a phone call from a handicapped person. He calls them up, says, hey, this person's in my spot. He doesn't have a handicapped sticker. I want you to tow his butt. And we got away free. No tickets, no warnings, no issues. We parked illegally from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for roughly an hour and a half because girls take forever in the shower. We had... A bunch of kids, we had three leaders, we had nine kids, three of those were girls, six of them were boys, six boys literally showered in the family bathroom, came up out of the shower, went upstairs, took turns in the shower, by the way, while we waited for two girls to finish showering, and we beat them. Every single time except for one. And the only reason why they beat us is because we were ripping them for taking so long to finish a shower. Men have talent in the shower. They have talent getting ready. They shower. They they, they dry off. They put on clothes and they're done. Women, they talk. Then they talk in the shower. Then they shower. Then they're talking while shampooing. Then they dry off and they're talking at the same time. Then they got to do their makeup, but they're talking and doing their makeup at the same time. Then they finally put on their clothes and then they forgot about this one. Then they forgot about their necklace and they can't quite get their necklace on. Then they can't find that one little earring. And then maybe they start talking again, talking about the cutest boy on campus, whatever. And then maybe they finally make their way upstairs after talking again. Guys have talent getting ready. Girls need to be motivated. To be fast. That's just the truth. This is kind of a random episode. I got more episodes coming up this week. There's reports that Carl Anthony Towns might be traded from the Timberwolves this offseason. Dropping Dimes Twitter account, who's been very accurate so far this offseason, has some inside sources, and he literally said that the Timberwolves are shopping Carl Anthony Towns. But my question is which team would take Carl Anthony Towns on? Is there even a market? For Carl Anthony Towns in the NBA. And also, DraftKings Sportsbook came out and gave an over-under for Timberwolves wins in 2023-2024. And it was 43 and a half. So, I want to talk about that coming up this week. I want to talk about Carl Anthony Towns' trade market. And I want to weigh in on any other things that come up in the Minnesota sports land. This was Storytime with Minnesota Tim. I appreciate you listening. Please share the show, rate, review, tell your friends, and thank you for making this podcast a part of your day. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply.